Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I'm Joanna Daniel. We've been talking about emotional availability since last week and just some things that prevents availability, what to look for and all just things around healing and emotional availability and how do we achieve that. And as I was reflecting today on how I should uh, continue that conversation, I realized that there are some things that is missing that is necessary to talk for us to talk about as we talk about availability. The, the, the thing is, healing, healing is, is courage. It takes courage to make the decision to heal. It takes courage to make the decision to tackle things that are buried or things that you'd rather forget. And there's a, there is a, one thing that is common uh, among people who step out and people who don't, and that's fear. And fear, today I'm talking about how fear can hijack your healing journey how fear can just prevent you from achieving what you want to achieve, how fear can send you back into hiding or trying to hide. Fear can make you not be honest and show up with, for yourself as present as you would like to. And fear, fear appears in, in so many, so many ways. So I, I saw a post today that made me think about fear and how we view it, how we view things that we, how, how we view things that might seem like mistakes um, and how if we view them in, in a different light, how much we will get from it as opposed to allow fear to hijack our growth and our development uh, in our relationships and with ourselves. So there was, it's a, a graphic that says, you know, what we learned from theory, which was two books, what we learned from practice, and then what we learned from mistakes. Now, not, not saying that our healing journey is a mistake, but it's just saying that there, there are times when things will happen on your journey that might feel so big and overwhelming that it will make you want to stop your journey. It will make you want to go back into um, a place where you could wrap it neatly and pretend that everything was okay. Although I think once you've started, it's very difficult to go back. But the the fear of comparison, for example, will sometimes prevent you from continuing your healing journey. It will hijack your journey. So the fear of comparison says, my journey doesn't look like other people's journey. Um, what if should mine look like that, you know, and we can't measure pain. And so we can't measure our journey either. And so the way you heal and, and what it looks like for you might look very different from the next to the next person. And I might be speaking to the choir here. A lot of you may know this already. And if you haven't, then, you know, you're beginning to realize that even for those of us who've experienced the same kinds of trauma, the way we the way we heal the way we internalize information and the way we carry out uh coping the way we carry out 
uh, strategies that we're learning will be in a very, it will be look different for everybody. So it's really important not to let yourself compare yourself with anybody else, uh, even a sibling. How come I experienced this trauma and I am here and they're there? Everybody's, everybody's journey look very different. So don't allow yourself to compare. So that's one way fear will hijack your, your, hijack your journey. And also fear hijacked us, our journey through our senses, I think. Um, so our, uh, the way that operates is that we get triggered through our senses, right? And so we might feel a sense of feeling. We might feel fear or we might feel sad or we might feel overwhelmed. We might feel like somebody's doing something. We might feel afraid. But because we feel it, it, will, it might also tell us what's happening. But if we are, when you are able to understand how fear operates in that, in that way, you can know that I am not afraid. It, I'm, I, I may feel something. And so you can, you can learn and understand what the feeling is telling you versus telling yourself that you're afraid. And, and I, hope that's real, I hope that's really clear. What I'm saying is understand how how your triggers work, understand what your external uh, triggers are, understand what your internal triggers are so that fear is not operating through your senses and having you trapped in a place of fear, uh, in a place of um, not understanding and investigating and just accepting what your feeling is telling you as like this is it. So that's comparison and operating through our senses. Um, and also fear, fear will work to, to work through other people. The, the things that other people say to us when we're healing, the way sometimes people will have an idea about how your journey should look. They'll have an idea about where you should go, what you should read, what you should do. And they will try to dictate to you how that should, what that should look like. Now, they may not have experienced what you've experienced. They may never, never have done any healing for themselves but they will try to dictate to you or control you in a way that um, because they want you to do certain, cer certain things and certain timelines and look a certain way. So that's um, being aware of control and how people might dictate your process. And, you know, you also need to look at how you try to control situations for yourself, because sometimes we think if we make certain decisions, then we're going to control outcomes. And sometimes that's fear-based. That's fear-based. Because you don't, we're not in control of outcomes. We can manage things to a certain extent. So for example, you're not, you're not, you can't control what somebody thinks, how somebody thinks, what somebody does. You're not in control of that. You're not in control of that. So you, if, if you allow fear to, to influence how you feel and what you think, you're going to make decisions based on what you think people might do or based on what you think you want people to do. And because we're not in control and we can't manage anybody else, then it's really important to not allow fear to, to dictate in that way. There are many, many more ways that fear can hijack your healing. So what I would like you to do is just to think about how is fear operating in my, in my recovery process? How is fear dictating I, I, is fear dictating anything to me that I need to become aware of so I can stop fear from telling me 
things that are not true and how do I how do I inform fear of what's true and take back control so fear is no longer no longer in the driving seat sometimes fear will stop you from stepping out and healing sometimes fear will, as I said will make you compare um, fear will make you try to manage and control situations and that puts you in a very stressful position especially when you know that you're not in charge of anybody else's outcome so thank you for joining me in this episode of stories that shape us I hope you'll join me on the next story Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.